we have two guys, one named Cleopas and the other one not named Cleopas. <laughs> they were despondent because for all they knew, their hopes, that which had been lifted up by Christ, had been dashed because both what Christ had said and promised and Christ himself were dead. That's what they knew. Along comes a stranger and basically says, look at it in another way. Was not all of this foretold in the scriptures? What happened had to happen. Then, as we hear at the end of the road to Emmaus, by the way, it's seven miles from Jerusalem and it's a real place. Okay. They're having supper. The three men, Cleopas, the man not named Cleopas, and the stranger. And when the stranger breaks bread and blesses it, suddenly Cleopas and the man not named Cleopas realize that all this time they've been talking to the risen Christ who then disappears. Now, the first thing Cleopas and the man not named Cleopas think, how did we not know this? How did we not figure it out? And they come to a sort of a saying or they said, were we not strangely moved? Were not our hearts warmed when Christ spoke to us? Now, what does this have to do 2,000 years later to our graduates? Well, on your road to Emmaus, you will find there are times when you will be embarrassed because you've had a major breakup with a loved one. You will have not been able to get a job that you wanted, or conversely, that a job that you loved has been discontinued and you've been let go. You might find that you're in trouble with credit cards or you can't keep up with your student loans. And you may feel despondent on your personal road to Emmaus and your heart, if it had any warmth, may seem stone cold. Now, what's your hope? What's your strategy? I'm going to suggest that you be open to the inspiration of strangers of goodwill on the road to Emmaus. These people are going to come across your path. They will hear you out. 
They will not immediately attempt to give you a solution. They will instead, ideally, let you look at the situation in another way. They will give you some instance of hope. In doing this, underneath it all, you are first convinced by them that you are going to survive. This is often, when you are young, something you think you will never get past, but you will. And within you, by having made it through this crisis, have built up some inner strength, having a stouter heart, you might say, so that you can endure the next crisis. Now, this analogy or can only go so far. You are unlikely to recognize Christ in the breaking of the bread. Now, 99% of the time, you are not going to be greeted on your personal road to Emmaus by a guy with long hair, white robes, sandals with vanishing power. <laughs> now, if this is what you are seeing, stop smoking weed. <laughs> now, sometimes your stranger on your road to Emmaus is going to be a kindly uh, old former professor. Sometimes it's going to be uh, a young and brilliant uh, woman that works in the university's chaplain's office, which, by the way, you still have access to. You are lucky if you go there. You will get to see people that are helpful and hopeful. Sometimes it's going to be a member of the clergy, one of our Episcopal priests, or a doctor or a nurse, or in, in some cases, it could be your Weight Watchers leader. Um, <laughs> now, but there are times, and this is gonna happen, when you're just exhausted. You're on the road to Emmaus, and you're not talking to anyone. You're not even talking to yourself. You just sit down because you can't move on, it seems. But even then, Christ is not absent from your life. Sometimes the person of goodwill on the road to Emmaus is going to come in the form of two women one named Ruby and another named Emily. And they're going to be singing the flower song duet from Delib's opera, Lachme. And seriously, look it up on YouTube, listen to it, and then I hope you will agree that not only will your tired heart grow warmer, you will have a foretaste of heaven, truly. Now, there will come a time, 
as you get older and hopefully wiser, when it will be your turn to be the strangers on the road to Emmaus for even younger people. Now, I've been an academic for 45 years, and based on what I see can happen when graduates of goodwill become, later on, strangers on the road of goodwill, I have some serious confidence that today I can say that Anne, Carolyn, Carly, Kaylee, Amezacam, Peter, Sarah, and Sterling, and anyone else in this congregation who is graduating and not named Anne, Carolyn, Carly, Kaylee, Amazicam, Peter, Sarah, or Sterling, that you can be transformed by the experiences that you will have been added to by the further knowledge that you will have attained and by God's grace so that you can listen you can encourage, you can not only just warm people's hearts, I'm telling you that I believe that you can set their hearts on fire. Thank you.